everybody. Welcome to Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. So, trade deadline, MLB, yesterday, wrapped up. It's basically what this episode's going to be about. I'm going to go through that. Um, all the major deals that have happened, my thoughts, winners, losers, etc. I'm going to also, I think, talk about the Deshaun Watson situation because his suspension came in and um, I got an opinion on that. So... Uh, I guess before I get into it, R.I.P. Uh, Bill Russell, that happened over the weekend, I believe it was. And then R.I.P. Mr. Vince Gully, probably the GOAT broadcaster in all of sports. Uh, those ones were just so random and really hurt the sports world, I think. So, rest in peace, but yeah, let's get into it. Simmons, is this the tiger? Okay, so the trade deadline, come and gone now. I'm going to go through all the major drills. We'll start back on July 27th, so that's, uh, what, almost a week ago now. Yankees kicked off, I guess, the the deadline season. They traded Benintendi, or the Royals, sorry, traded Benintendi to the Yankees for in exchange for pitcher Chandler Ch- Champlain pitcher TJ Sigma and pitcher Beck Way. Now I don't it was three pro, those guys are all prospects. I don't think any of them were any major prospects. If I'm not mistaken, let's see. Well, there's nothing on here, but yeah. Uh two right-handers and a left-hander. I don't think any of them were top 10 prospects, if I'm not mistaken. In the Yankee system, I believe like the highest might have been 15, or I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a really good deal for the Yankees. You kind of need... They don't have any problems hitting home runs. They have Judge, they have Stanton, they have Rizzo. Right, Th- Those guys are like carrying the load for home runs. You kind of just need a bit more contact out through your lineup and... Ben Tendi is that. He's batting 320 this year. He doesn't hit a lot of home runs. But good, like, I don't know, leadoff hitter, if you want to say. Maybe set number two. Just puts the ball in play, guts on base, right? Um, And left-handed bat in their lineup helps. I, I, I would have liked for the Jays to get him if they could have because we need a left-handed bat like that, but unvaxxed, so wouldn't really work out. Um, but yeah, for the, for the price the Yankees got for him, I actually really like it, and he's much more of an upgrade over Joey Gallo, because Joey Gallo has been god-awful this year, and he got dealt as well. Um, Tyler Naquin and Philip DL, I'm going to pronounce that name wrong probably, to the Mets for Hector Rodriguez and Jose Acuna, just kind of more of a minor depth move, I'd say, for the Mets. Um... And then the big one on, was it Saturday, July 29th, Luis Castillo was dealt by the Reds to the Mariners in exchange for three prospects, or four, 
four prospects. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Edwin Arayo, uh, Noel V. Marte, Andrew Moore, Levi Stewart, Stewart, and I think three of them were in the top five in the Mariners' prospects pool, I believe. Let me just find that trade again. Oh, this is way too far down. Um, but yeah, I I would have loved for the Blue Jays to get Luis Castillo. Luis Castillo was the best pitcher on the market, but if you're paying a price of that, I think you're better off just letting him walk, right? That's that's a really steep price. Um, um yeah, Noel V. Marte. He plays shortstop. He's the highest-rated prospect of the group. 12th best prospect in baseball coming into the year. And they give him up. Um, but yeah, the Mariners, they're just trying to get the po- to the playoffs for the first time since 01. Um, this is a really good move for them. I The price was steep, yes, but like, you're going to have to overpay to get a Ace. And now you have a like a Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, like led like rotation. You get and I think they have Gilbert and uh, I'm not sure who their number four would be going into the playoffs. But it's a solid four man four man rotation probably for the playoffs. I think there's better, but if they get in, never know. Um. And yeah, I guess they have a history of trading together because Mariners got Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker from them back in March. Um, yeah, and Marte and Arayo were among the team's top 10 prospects. Like I said, I thought three of them were um, in their top 10, but I guess not. But yeah, um, really good haul for the Reds, if you ask me, and Mariners, I like the deal for the player you're getting. I don't necessarily like the price. Um, on to the next one. Okay, so we've arrived at August 1st. The Athletics then traded Frankie Montez and Lou Trevino to the Yankees for uh, pitching prospect Ken Waldachuk, J.P. Sears, Luis Medina, and Cooper Bowman. I thought the A's got fleeced in that deal because Montez was the second best pitcher on the market and you're giving up a quality reliever in Trevino who yes he's having a down year but you only got, you didn't get like any of their big guys that like I don't I think they could have easily taken uh uh what's I think like Dominguez is in their top group like one of the, one of their, their their top five I think they could have grabbed um maybe one of them was but I feel like you could have grabbed like one, they got a three pitchers in this deal, and a second baseman, and I think three of one of them might have been like the f- best pitching prospect they have, but like I would have wanted their best fielding prospect if you ask me to. We had a three-team deal with the Astros trading Jose Siri to the Rays and Chase McDermott to the Orioles, and. In return, they got Trey Mancini, 
and Jaden Murray, and the Rays also traded Seth Johnson to the Orioles. Um, for the Rays, you just get more outfielding depth. He's a, they DFA'd Brett Phillips. Siri is an upgrade over Brett Phillips. Although that guy was really funny, and I'm sure he's probably going to be missed in the clubhouse by the Rays players. Um, but yeah, getting Trey Mancini is a big upgrade because Yuli Gurriel has not been that well. It's a platoon option if he's, you want to split time with them. And they didn't really have to give up a crazy amount to get him. And they got better. I would really, I really like what the Astros did in this trade. I think they probably won the deal. Uh, the Braves dealt Will Smith for Jake Odorizzi to the Astros. So, Will Smith is a quality reliever that the Astros picked up in their bullpen. And they just, the Braves now get Jake Odorizzi, who I guess is more starting pitching depth. I don't really like giving up Will Smith for him, though. I think the Astros win this trade again just because they got considerably better. Uh, this was the biggest trade of August 1st, the day before the deadline. So out of nowhere, the, the first place in the Central Division, Milwaukee Brewers decide we're going to trade our star closer, Josh Hader, who's probably the best pit, cl- relief pitcher in baseball, to the Padres for, at the time, their closing pitcher, I believe, in Taylor Rogers. Uh, another starting pitcher in Denelson Lamette, outfielding prospect Asturi Ruiz, and starting and pro- pitching prospect Robert Gasser. Well, Padres won this deal without a doubt. I was so surprised to see that Josh Hader was getting traded because he still has another year before he hits free agency. And yes, I know this is how Milwaukee kind of operates. They like. Okay, we like. There's always trade rumors around him. They don't have the money. They're not a big enough market to go pay him, right? And this is what they do with players. They get their value out of them and then ship them off and to stay competitive. And it's smart. It is. I just wasn't expecting it to be this year. I would have expected it to be next year. I feel like or in the off season because you're a first place team in the division. But I don't think it's gonna hurt them necessarily. But I think it's gonna help the Padres. I just like the steal way more for the Padres' sake. Uh, I was just very surprised that the Brewers were giving up on Josh Hader when you're a first-place team. Mm-hmm. Cubs picked a, Cubs traded uh, Scott Afros to the Yankees for Hayden Wesnecki. That's a, just a really solid pitching move by the Yankees. They added just a nice arm to their bullpen. Mm. I'm trying to look at other big ones. Uh, the Pirates dealt Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton to the Cardinals for Johan Ovedo and Malcolm Nunez. For the Pirates, good move getting rid of Quintana. No point of keeping him around. And for the Cardinals, it's just another arm. They needed the starting pitching help. They get that in Quintana. Um, it's a good move for both sides, I think. Uh, this was the weirdest trade was... Christian Vasquez got traded to the Astros for Willier Abreu and Emmanuel Valdez. But the funny thing is, the Red Sox were playing the Astros in Houston that day. So, Vasquez warms up with the Red Sox, finds out he's traded, right? Starts going to the clubhouse. Reporters swarm him, right? Asking him, he's like, it's business, whatever. And then the Red Sox, like, media, or PR, sorry, pulled him away. 
I just I don't like they just out of the interview and they just went into the dugout right probably walked around the other side of the building joins the Astros weird situation but um I think the Astros got the help they need they needed a catcher coming into the deadline their catching has not been good at the plate Vasquez is that guy at the plate for them he's not like an elite elite hitter but he's certainly an upgrade and now you can go with a Maldonado who is a very good defensive catcher and Vasquez who's a very good like hitting catcher it gives them depth there and it's a good move uh the Red Sox dealt Jake Demon to the White Sox for Reese McGuire Red Sox just needed a catcher after trading Vasquez Reese McGuire just is that guy. oh and there's also a player to be named later going to the Red Sox but White Sox pick up another relief pitcher. And then the Reds traded Tommy Pham to the Red Sox for a player to be named later. I'm really confused on what the Red Sox were doing at this deadline because they were selling, but then they were adding. It made no sense. I feel like they just should have sold. Like, they're at 500. I don't really like their chances to make the playoffs. I would have just sold the farm, I feel like, and, like, kicked off a little bit of rebuild but like they just didn't <laughs> they sold and then they were buying it made no sense and then tiger straight robbie grossman to the praise very underrated pickup and for chris anglin very underrated pickup um just good depth in the outfield for the praise and maybe you can dh ronald Acuna a little bit more but we'll see and on to deadline day so a lot of trades to cover here Angels dealt Noah Syndergaard to the Phillies for former number one pick Mickey Moniak and Yadiel Sanchez. I don't really think the Phillies gave up a lot, or the they gave up a lot to get Syndergaard. Syndergaard is not the Syndergaard of old before Tommy John. He's kind of fallen off, I guess. I'm not sure. I, I like the Angels moving him, though, because you're going to lose him in free agency this year, and might as well get a prospect in return or two. They also dealt uh, their closer, Rasiel Iglesias, to Atlanta for Jesse Chavez and Tucker Davidson. I really like this move for the Braves. You get another right-handed arm, right, who can close games. And that's, like, you need those kind of guys in October to win the playoff series. And they know that. They did it last year. So I really like this one. Angels were actually selling the farm because they traded uh, Brandon Marsh for, to the Phillies for Logan O'Hop, who's a catcher. Um, he was kind of stuck behind JT Real Mucho in Phillies, so could turn out something Marsh. Just more outfield depth for the Phillies. Um, solid piece, though. It's probably a win for both sides, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Trying to see what else happened. Uh... David Robertson got traded from the Cubs to the Phillies for Ben Brown. I like this move for the Phillies. Phillies bullpen needed help. Phillies bullpen got its help. Uh, Cubs traded Michael Givens to the Mets. More bullpen depth for the Mets because they need that too. Uh, Dodger traded Mitch White and Alex DeJesus to the Blue Jays for Nick Frazzo and Moises Brito. Wow, that's a difficult name. Moises Brito. I like this move for the Jays because he can be 
basically what Stripling is. He can be a long reliever. He can be a starter, right? Whatever you need from him. If there's an injury, there he is. He's starting. If they're fully healthy, okay, you're in the bullpen. You're a long reliever, reliever right? So it's it's a solid move. Uh, Giants traded Darren Ruff to the Mets for J.D. Davis, Nick Swack, Carson Seymour, and Thomas Zuapuki. Oh, <laughs> that's a hard one to pronounce. Um, Mets needed help hitting lefties. Darren Ruff crushes lefties. I like this move for them. They gave up maybe a lot, but I think it's a good move for them. Um, where else? Uh, so the Marlins traded Anthony Bass and Zach Pop with a player to be named later to the Blue Jays for Jordan Groshans, who's the Blue Jays' number four prospect. Jays needed their bullpen help. They got it in two guys. Groshans was considered, like, once considered top prospect. It's kind of slow. He's only hit, like, one home run and, like, a 250 average in AAA this year. So I actually like the move. And if you're not going to deal uh, Boba Shet for, like, Juan Soto or Shohei Otani, I like this move if you're going to keep him around. I'm going to skip that one and come back to it. Orlistrated Jorge Lopez to the Twins for Cade Povich, Yenier Can- Cano, uh, Juan Rojas and Juan Nunez Orioles got a haul for Jorge Lopez who was an all-star this year great move for the Twins they needed the bullpen help Orioles I like the haul they got in return um, I'm going to skip that one as well come back to it Reds uh, traded Tyler Malhe to the Twins for Spencer Steer, Steer, sorry, Christian Encarnacion Strand and Steven Hajar. I like this move for the Twins again. They just needed the pitching help, right? It's all they really need coming into this deadline. And the fact that you give up three prospects, yeah, three of them. And like I've heard, Encarnacion Strand is actually pretty promising. But it's worth it in my opinion. Um. Reds were just selling the farm because they traded Brandon Drury to the Padres. Very underrated move. Drury's having a really nice year. Only gave up Victor Acosta, who was a prospect for them. Padres made moves, let's say the least. Uh, Royals traded Whit Merrifield to the Blue Jays for Samad Taylor and Max Castillo. I don't know what to think of this deal because if Whit Merrifield decides to get vaccinated, this is a good deal for the Blue Jays. But if he doesn't, then it's like, what the fuck are we doing trading for him? Um, I, I like Whit Merrifield, but he's not what we need really as a fit. I guess he can play outfield and like let Springer DH so he gets healthy again. But why? We need a left-handed bat, not a right-handed bat. I, I like his contact and shit, but we need a left-handed bat so badly and we didn't do that and it pissed me off. Uh, Tigers traded Michael Fulmer, Fulmer to the Twins. Once again, Twins loading up on their relief pitching. I really like this move for them. Uh, Joey Gallo was traded to the Dodgers for the Dodgers number 15 prospect Clayton Beater. I'm surprised they got the Yankees got a decent pitching prospect in return for Gallo, considering how bad he's been this year. Um, we'll see if he can turn around in, in L.A. I don't know, though. And then a really weird trade was... Uh, 
Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals for Harrison Batter. Um, Montgomery's been pretty solid in his starts this year for the Yankees. Made like 21 starts. Um, and the and Harrison Batter won a gold glove last year. He's batting like 250 this year. Kind of just a weird random trade that I didn't think anyone was expecting. I, just, I guess it fits each team's need. Like the Yankees just get another outfielder. Probably he's going to be your starting center fielder, I would say. Maybe he's your fourth outfielder if you want to stand in the outfield. I'm not sure. Um, And then Montgomery to the Cardinals I really like because they just need the pitching help. Their offense is fine. Their defense is fine. Uh, they just always need pitching help, and they got their pitching help. Now we'll go back to the big trade that I skipped over because, holy shit. <laughs> Juan Soto, the top five player in baseball, who's only 23 years old, he got traded, yep, because he didn't want to sign in Washington because there's a new owner coming in. And he, nobody knows who the owner is yet. They, they're they up for sale and just risky to sign a big deal like that and then have a new owner come in. So Juan Soto and Josh Bell for Luke Voigt, Mackenzie Gore, C.J. Abrams, Robert Hassel, James Wood, and Jarlin, Jarlin Susena. <laughs> Padres got... Padres win this deal. I'll, I'll say this first. When you're getting a top five player in baseball and you're getting another really good player in Josh Bill be, with him, you're going to win this deal. Because... <laughs> The value that you gave up, yes, it is a lot. But what are the odds that one of those five prospects they gave up or whatever turns into a player as good as Juan Soto? Very, very unlikely. Now, those five players might turn into like a collective value of Juan Soto. Sure. But you're getting one freaking Soto. Soto is probably going to make $500 million on his next contract. Whenever he signs that. And wherever he signs at. Because I don't even know if the Padres are going to sign with him. If they're going to sign. Because they they got Tatis signed. They got Machado signed. Right. They they got a bunch of guys signed. So it's going to be tough to pay another guy. Another guy that money. <sighs> now. For the Nationals, it's really tough that you had to trade Juan Soto. But you can't let him walk for nothing. So it's, it's smart to move him. Right, you get an absolute haul. You get a really promising starter, Mackenzie Gore. You got a shortstop prospect in C.J. Abrams. Robert Hassel's a really intriguing outfield piece. James Wood is another really intriguing outfield piece. Yarlin Susena, another good pitching prospect. Right, they loaded their farm system up by just trading two guys, and the rebuild is well underway over there already. Now that Juan Soto's gone, it's just going to further it. They'll be bad for a couple years now, but like. They have a nice farm system, and they could be really, really good in a few years. And I feel bad for Luke Voigt because Luke Voigt only got traded in this deal because the Red Sox traded for Eric Cosmer and Max Ferguson, along with Corey Rozier, for to the Red Sox for starting pitcher Jake Groom. Hosmer rejected a deal to the Nationals because he has a no ten team no trade. They were on it. They tried to get him to waive it. He said no, so they're like, okay, we'll ship you out of town anyways. You're going to the Red Sox. 
where uh, and Luke Voigt got dealt in this because it was either Hosmer or Voigt. It was going to be Hosmer, but then Hosmer didn't want to go. So then they said, okay, Luke Voigt, you're gone. Whatever. So Luke Voigt really has Eric Hosmer to blame for him leaving San Diego and going to the Nationals. But yeah, I think if I go through the big winners and losers quick, winners, 100% the San Diego Padres. You pull off the two biggest deals of the deadline. You get uh, Josh Hader. You get Juan Soto. You pick up Drury, right? They had a fantastic deadline. Josh Bell, Juan Soto, Hader, Drury. They're legit World Series contenders now. They can compete with the Dodgers. I'm not sure if they can beat the Dodgers, but they can now compete with them. And I'd say they're on the same tier as, like, the Mets and the Braves now. Um... Another winner, Houston Astros, right? Definitely going to be winners. They got substantially better. Uh, picked up a catcher in Vasquez that they need. Picked up Mancini. They got better. And Will Smith, too, out in the bullpen. They got better. They're loading up for another run. The Yankees, as much as I hate them, they won this deadline as well. Benintendi's an upgrade over Gallo. They did that. Um... They got another outfielder and batter, right? They got their uh, bullpen help, right? They're they're looking really good, and they're already seventy and thirty-five. So they're loading up for a really deep World Series run. It looks like. Um, trying to think, any other big winners in my mind? I guess I could say maybe the Reds continued the fire sale, traded off their guys, got a really nice. Uh, prospect all. I guess you could put them in the winners. Um, if I'm talking losers, I'd say the Dodgers are losers. They didn't really do much, and they probably should have done something. Um, I wonder if they were just content with their team. They think we're good enough already, but... I, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to consider the Blue Jays losers. I don't consider the Blue Jays winners or losers because, they, yes, they got their bullpen help. They needed a starting pitching, though. Starting pitcher. They didn't really get that. So, I don't know. They got they got Mitch White. I, I don't know if he's really the answer we needed at starting pitching. We needed a left-hand bat. Didn't get that. We got Whit Merrifield, though. Don't really consider him a winner or a loser. I guess I could say the Twins are a winner too. They they really upgraded their bullpen. Um, people were saying that the Orioles were losers because they're in, kind of in a playoff race, and they kind of sold the farm. I don't think they're old. Like they're definitely not ready to compete. So fuck it, trade the farm, right? Keep the rebuild going. Maybe next year you're ready. I'm not sure. Um, Chicago Cubs are also losers, in my opinion. You did not trade Wilson Contreras. You did not trade Ian Happ. Ian Happ wasn't a necessary trade piece because he does have another year of control after this. But Contreras, you had to deal. Because now I think Contreras, who's maybe the best, like a top three, probably top top five, probably top three catcher in baseball, you're probably going to let him walk for nothing at the end of the year. Or, sorry, a complimentary, a compensation draft pick. So, 
I think you had to have moved them. You didn't. L on their part. Rockies are also losers because they had guys they could have dealt. Um, CJ Crone was one of them. Uh, they have their rel- they have a reliever out in the pen too. I know they could. I forget his name, but I know they they definitely could have done something. They made no trades at all. Only team not to make a deal. They should have done something. They're not making the playoffs, right? Should have done something. And I had another team in my mind, I believe. Nope, not that I can think of anymore. Okay, I think that's going to wrap up my trade deadline coverage. I just want to go on to the Deshaun Watson situation really quick. So Deshaun Watson got a six-game suspension from the NFL for this upcoming year. And honestly, hate hate it. Deshaun Watson should have been suspended for a year, a full season. Because he had, what, like 20? I'm going to search this up quick. Hold on. I admit it. So, yeah, he had 20, two dozen, so 24 sexual misconduct allegations made against him. And I, they were civil lawsuits I think so not like federal or whatever I'm not really sure how it works but 24 women said that they that he like had right I, I, sexual harassment and assault during massage therapy appointments in 2020 and 2021 24 women said this about him and he gets six games it is bullshit he also gets like a five million dollar suspension I think or they wanted a $5 million suspension, sorry. Yeah, the NFL wanted a one-year suspension, at least $5 million fine. NFLPA wanted like six games or like 12 games or whatever. Um, they took it to a judge, and the judge said that Washington should be suspended six games. It's bullshit. It's really bullshit. And it's sad that he's just going to get six games be back and play football. He should be done for a year. Because how can Calvin Ridley get suspended for a full year for gambling on NFL games, yet Deshaun Watson can sexually harass or whatever you want to call it? 24-1, there's been that have filed reports about him. And he gets six games. It's fucked up. That's what it is. It's, it's really fucked up. Um, I, yeah, I can't agree with this. Six games is not enough in my, in my eyes. Um, yeah, wow. I really can't agree with this. Um, And I know there's been guys who have, like, smoked weed in the NFL, right? They get suspended for a full season. And this guy does this, and he gets suspended six games. It makes no sense. No sense. Should have got a year. Um, They could appeal it to the NFL and then get more games. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. He got away with this way too easy. I don't know. Um... What it does for the Browns, though, 
They don't really have a quarterback. Well, I guess they have Jacoby Brissett now, don't they? I don't know. The Browns got to make... If they can go like 2-4 and four through their first six games without him, maybe they can make the playoffs. But I don't know if they can. We'll see. Um, Thought NFL's radar on the corner. My full season preview will be out in about probably a month. End of, end of August, beginning of September, I would think. I'll have it released. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode, I think. If you got this far, thanks for listening. If not, well, peace out.